<sighs> Guacamole, right? Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Cool. Great. Great. Um. I guess. Well. Uh, I don't know. Hey. Want to quit? Do you want to? Well, maybe. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for your Encyclopedia Brunch Podcast. Coming in at number one, it's Catherine Coger. That's really nice of you. You're a really generous co-host, Tim Dobbs. And my name is Tim Dobbs. I just mentioned that. Together, we make the Encyclopedia Brunch Podcast. I thought we were going to sync up on that. Oh, were we? Oh, okay. Okay. The, the Encyclopedia, Encyclopedia Brunch, Brunch Pod. Pod. Mm. Cast. I, okay. Ah, oh, the delay. And we're back talking about this week uh, guacamole. Guacamole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, learn a little bit about that green, not quite sauce. Oh, I just, this is my literally my favorite part of our podcast is when you'd explain what the thing is that we're talking about. I think green, not quite sauce is a great explanation. No, I think you're dead on here, but. um. Hey, can we a quick sidebar? Okay, sidebar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, can we differentiate? What is the difference between a spread, a sauce, and a dip? A sauce is just thinner, right? Sauce is thinner, and that's. I think that's all. I think so long as it's pretty darn thin, right? It's a sauce. Spreads, dips, both thick. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, it's got to be just practical, right? I think spread is something you would use a knife for, but a dip you don't need to use a knife for. Right. So uh, those are Why, those are. Can we use that? I think so. Okay. Yeah. So the the spread dip differentiation, or I'm sorry, the sauce differentiation is one of the nature of the material, mm-hmm. and the spread dip divide yeah. is part of um in its own application. Right. 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 Okay. Cool. Okay. So. Well, great. Uh, so I'll see you next week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Back uh, next week for this delightful brunch, uh, in which we have guacamole. You know what I love though? Guacamole on like some sort of like Mexican breakfast food. Oh, like what? Uh, like Topos or yeah uh, the, tostada like a breakfast tostada oh, yeah. type of situation uh, pretty good yeah ever have uh okay so wh- what do you think about a sliced avocado presented yeah. as though it were guacamole <laughs> you uh, see what i'm saying no i see what you're saying you know uh i i would prefer the guacamole but i'm happy to i'm happy to have the, the avocado anyway even though he didn't bring all his friends. Right. Avocado by himself. Yeah, avocado is delicious, I think. Yeah. You know, buttery, good yeah. fats. Yes, we in think. theory. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows how fats work? Nobody. <laughs> fats, how do they work, man? <laughs> Nobody knows. Not even the fats themselves. No, certainly not the fats yeah. themselves. They... Well, they don't have neurons, so mm-hmm. they can't really do that processing. Yeah. It yeah. must be really hard for inanimate objects that we suppose are there based off some uh, sort of chemical chromatography. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, maybe my empathy has gone into overdrive here. <laughs> That'll happen sometimes. Yeah. I understand. Okay, so you're 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 thinking avocado already great, already great. So what steps it up to guacamole? Because like I could almost imagine like guacamole just being crushed avocado. No, yeah, yeah. What else would you put in guacamole? Oh what what changes it? Oh my goodness, garlic. Okay, half to have garlic. A uh-huh. little bit of onion. Sure. Don't you saute that onion though? No. You saute that onion, I will walk out of this room. Okay. Okay. I, okay. Are we good? Can we sh- okay, yep. great. Okay, great. Uh, most importantly, citrus. Citrus. Okay, so I, what I hear you saying... Okay. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah, all right. Um, why, why, why citrus? It really brightens things up. Mm-mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So what I kind of hear you saying, tang. yeah, you you want things with bite because avocado is such a such a mild flavor. It's very, right. um, you know, it's fatty. We have these. We, this is yes. how we taste fats, right? Yes. Yeah, typically just like buttery. Yeah. Um, and yet still somehow very satisfying despite mm. its blandness. Well, I mean, yeah, it's fat for you. Is that yeah. it's uh, what it, it it tips off your um, oh gosh, what is the Japanese uh, flavor? Uh, umami. Umami. It tips the up Japanese your Japanese uh, flavor. Okay, that's not totally wrong because umami <laughs> no. was named by Japanese food scientists. True. <laughs> and it was a term that they had w- before we had but recently. <laughs> it's a flavor we all have. Right, but it was named uh, by a Japanese company. That's all. Okay, okay. I was reaching for something and How I'm about... glad you were able to help me out. Okay, yeah, no, you're right. I wasn't there for you. It is could be considered the japanese flavor but it's not the verbiage i would use no, here's what's crazy is you what's were to- crazy tell me the one thing that's crazy you were totally there for me uh-huh. it was like i was you know falling off this cliff and you reached down and yeah. you helped pulled me up with a stick you, that said umami on it you gave me a quick slap <laughs> well i was mad at you for walking so close to the edge this is your fault tim yeah it is <laughs> you should have read up on the various possible tastes we have beforehand i think that you should know that off the top of your head right i should have mm-hmm. I'm, listen i've been busy trying well, here's to use a stick that says umami <laughs> Thank you. So the other value of citrus, of course, mm-hmm. is that it uh, helps reduce browning. Have you heard that? I have heard that. Do you think Has it's it true? Has it been your experience? Not really. Me neither. Yeah. Yeah. So the reading I'm on, um, I've done on this is that uh, a polyphenol oxidase in the cells of avocado uh, makes it react with oxygen. I guess oxidase. Does that make sense? Uh, wait, say it, read that to me polyphenol one Polyphenol oxidase. That's an enzyme. Um, yeah, because... Usually when we add A's onto the end of something, it means it splits that thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think it would split oxygen. So. No, it does. It does. Oxidase does split oxygen. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's got, uh, what, from an O2? Because oxygen usually comes, goes around in pairs. It splits it Always into... Always goes around in pairs. Yeah. That's well. That's important. Okay. <laughs> Teams are really important to oxygen. Teams. Well, and, and as we hang out with oxygen. <laughs> if it doesn't, then it turns into a radical. Ah, oh, you know what's great? Sometimes chemistry terminology. <laughs> sometimes other times it's exhausting Ugh. um well anyway so this yeah this enzyme is in avocado and apparently mm-hmm. uh when it reacts with oxygen it will cause the fruit to brown which is why your your guacamole gets brown um and so yeah there's lots of things that they use to try to reduce that enzymatic enzymatic reaction oh it's called melanoidin pigment um the brown stuff uh yes as hmm. it gets brown they call it melanoidin okay we'll have some show notes on this one maybe um uh, thanks for hedging our bets on this <laughs> keener listeners will notice that sometimes we say it'll be in the show notes and it isn't uh i you know i like to think we're getting better well just go ahead and write into us if, if you see this is a community project i it's think it's true if, it's true hey it takes a village to make a podcast if you hear something but don't see something say something you can email us at encyclopediabrunch at gmail.com. Now, if you see something com. but you don't hear something, don't don't say anything about it. Right. You want to keep that quiet. Keep that to yourself. They're probably trying keep to be secret. Inside. If you see like a cartoon character sneaking around uh-huh. and you see them sneaking, but you don't hear the dun, 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 then you know that this is probably a below the table sneaking yeah. and not really yeah. a theatrical sneaking. Right. Yeah. And you don't want people to see that. You don't want to ruin that for them. You don't want to that for them maybe they're gonna give somebody a surprise it's right. like a surprise birthday situation <laughs> yeah exactly everybody <laughs> sneaks into a birthday <laughs> 
it's like a reverse surprise party where they're there and then their friends all slowly sneak did in. You, did you know I threw a reverse surprise party once? Oh, I did not know that. Tell me everything. Um, I think what I did was I had my girlfriend at the time tell everyone it was a surprise party. Okay. And then get everyone into the room. Uh-huh. And then... They were supposed to like wait for me like, oh, he's, he might come or something. Uh-huh. And then I came out of like, I think I was just like hidden a closet. <laughs> and I just walked around. I was like, surprise, guys. I knew. <laughs> well, that's pretty good. I mean, you know, I mean. Uh, were they there for you? Yeah. No, we all had a lot of fun. Oh, good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's an argument that that's uh, sociopathic behavior. <laughs> but. <laughs> um, You know what? I'm going to go ahead and support that behavior. <laughs> gonna really enable your sociopathic tendencies thank you hope that's cool i mean this is why we're friends <laughs> um but yeah so what i've read is that there's not a particularly good way other than avoiding oxygen uh-huh. so you keep it from browning right yeah so what are you gonna do uh. so the citrus hasn't helped but at least you've got nice citrus bright bright Ah, uh, the tang though mm. oh the tang yeah you gotta have yeah. a little you want yeah. like a little you know what i like to do mm-hmm. though this is what the only thing i've actually found that kind of helps what's that is to put when you put the saran wrap over your guacamole Lay it down flat. Like, so it's instead of like over the guacamole and there's some headspace between the bowl, just put it all the way over the guacamole so there's no air. Smart. Yeah. 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 You actually just keep the air yeah. from contacting you it know, at all. The other thing I've heard that's supposed to help, but I don't think helps at all, is putting a, the, uh, keeping the avocado kit pit in the guacamole. Oh. Yeah. It's aesthetically pleasing, but I don't think it's anything. It is else. aesthetically pleasing. It makes it look much more like the avocado emoji. Yeah. Um, but. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that... that, Well, I mean, okay, so that protects the little bit where the groove where the pit sits from more oxygen. So there's that. Yeah. Take what you can get. Hey, man, it's not easy in this world for an avocado. It's Yeah, it's hard out there for an (laughs) A-V-O-C-A-D-O. Okay. (laughs) Um... So what else? You said garlic and onion. And onion. Oh, yeah. So you're looking looking for bite. You're looking for tang. You're Mm -hmm. looking for... Mm -hmm. uh, You want to fill out that flavor profile. Yep. Yeah. You know, what? I'm going to do y'all a huge favor. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put my guacamole recipe on the blog. Okay. That's how much I really care about our listeners. <laughs> Go check it out. Encyclopedia Brunch. There's, there's a few things in my life I'm proud of, but my guacamole recipe is one of them. <laughs> um, that's fantastic. <laughs> hey, thanks for being supportive. Do you want to give it verbally real quick here? Or? Um, I, okay, I'm going to try. Okay. Okay. Just like go to the website for the final rev, though, mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. Don't hold Catherine to this. <sighs> Okay, I'm going to say three avocados. Okay. I'm going to say, and this is like for like half a bag of chips. For the record. If you use as much guacamole in your chips as I do. (laughs) I love that. I've never seen a chip ratio included. (laughs) This is, this is, this is a thought technology we need to be including in any sort of like sauce substrate combination. Yeah. So like cookies and milk, Uh mousses and muffins. All right. Wait, wait. Muffins and jam. Mousses and muffins. (laughs) Absolutely. If you give a moose a muffin. What? Is how it, many more muffins will you need to accommodate his additional moose friends? Is there like a, if you give a Gila monster a chip or something where he like, he'll need some avocado to go with it. <laughs> I think we found our newest project. <laughs> um, okay. So three avocados three for, avocados. this is for half a bag of chips for a yes. uh, standard chip dipper. Standard chip bag. <laughs> um, you're going to want uh, half an onion. Okay. I use yellow onions personally. Ooh, interesting. Um, I've gotten so into red lately. Hey, you know what? More power to you. Mm, I think okay. it's fine if you want to use red for this. You'll sure. be fine. Sure. Um, I use one hel- one small jalapeno. Okay. Uh, one full lemon. 
one full lime, all the juice from that lemon, all the juice, get every single piece of juice in there. Really important. Um, Let's see. Five cloves of garlic. Fresh garlic. Okay. Smashed (laughs) with like a garlic press or I have a little twisty thing that I love that's great. Anyway, we we all have our own things. What else is there? (laughs) One small, usually I use a Roma tomato. Right. Just because it's the right size. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that might be it. Wow. And then just mash together? Yeah. And then if I'm feeling fancy, I might throw a tomatillo in there. Oh, fun. Yeah. Love tomatillos. Yeah. Love that whole nightshade yeah. family. Except yeah. for the nightshade. Not really into the poison. <laughs> oh, really? I love it. Yeah, well. Yeah. Oh, an immersion blender. Oh, so then you blend Put it all. it all, yeah. And then immersion blend it. So, that's it. so even the tomato and the onion get really blended up? Yeah. There's no chunks? No. Well, no, there's definitely chunks. You don't do that much blending. Okay. Yeah. Blend. blend light to, blending. Blend for you know aesthetic. What? But you know what I really like about this method is that I can be really lazy about my chopping. <laughs> yeah that yeah. is oh, it's just yeah. beautiful <laughs> um let's go make some okay okay we'll be right back in a moment on encyclopedia brunch On Encyclopedia Bunch talking about alligator pears. What? Did you know that's a thing people call it? That's amazing. Yeah, I know. Because they have like alligator skin? Yeah. I think it's that's a really good really name, cool. Right? They're like roughly pear-shaped. Yeah. Avocados are, of course, not guacamoles, which are whatever shape you care. <laughs> uh so we uh this is a rare opportunity that we've had here oh. at Encyclopedia Brunch to yeah. brunch in person. Oh, well it wasn't brunch. It's, yeah. it's dinner. We dinnered in person. <laughs> I'm right. sorry, am I really am I piercing the veil a little bit? <laughs> uh, no. Well, so uh, we want to take the opportunity to actually make guacamole. Yeah. Um, and we tried Catherine's famous recipe. Honestly, it's okay if you didn't like it. I could be I could use being taken down a peg on it. So give me your <laughs> honest opinion. I would say what, what struck me about it, and we talked about it earlier, was that it actually is an extremely tangy recipe. Yes. Um, I think I'm used to. As, so, as a person who basically doesn't work off recipes, I mostly like figure out the ingredients roughly that go in a thing, mm-hmm. and then I feel some other ingredients that should go into I, it. I love, I love that about you. <laughs> well, what happens is you tend not to use a lot of spices uh-huh. because it's you know you're like, well, I don't know what that spice. Are is. you serious? Well, I, like, I, I like to think that I live in that camp as well, mm-hmm. and I'm I don't know maybe I'm just a bit of a, a welcome a to spice camp queen. not read. Maybe I'm just a bit of a spice girl. <laughs> Yeah, I've always thought of you as a little scary. Princess Spice. <laughs> um, posh Spice. Spice can suck it. Well, okay. So maybe a different way to put it. Okay. And we're just going to leave that Posh Spice comment out there for everyone. Oh, no. I was hoping we were going to edit exposed. it out. <laughs> um, She's going to be after me. Did you know that she and David Beckham like fly back and forth between London and LA? Are they still married? I they're they still married. Wow. No, no, no. Well, maybe they're like doing the like, we're still together, but one of us is in London and one of us is in LA. I don't know. I don't know. But at some point, like, this is the life of this couple is to fly back and forth between these two amazing cities just all the time. I don't know. Well, at some point, the life of this couple is to fly, right? Like, you're spending most of your time in the amazing city of the, you know, British Air first class cabin. I've been in that cabin. That is, that cabin is not messing around. I'm sure it's great. Oh my gosh, it's so nice. It's the most amazing city I've ever been to. It's like a little apartment for yourself. 
See our episode on airplane seats. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So I might be running out of new material. I think <laughs> this podcast is getting a little stale. All right. Well, we can cancel it anytime. <laughs> just please, uh, you have to follow a couple of forms. Oh, no. Um, I know. Well, well, you signed up for just a penny is the thing. And so uh, we've got your name on a few mailing lists. We're probably going to keep mailing to you to be like, hey, Catherine, do you want to continue making a podcast? We heard, we've missed you here in podcasts. What were we talking about? We were talking about, so I think, I think maybe the method of just sort of feeling your way through what a recipe ought yes, to be like, maybe yes. it's more about momentum. It's not about right. using spices. It's just like, if you didn't start using spices, maybe you will continue to not use spices. And maybe that's where I'm at. You mean, you mean on a global sense in like all recipes or just for if you start making a recipe without spices? I think what it is, is you don't know, you're not trained on a spice, so to oh, speak. Okay, okay. And if you're not trained on a particular food, you yeah. can't intuit anything about it. Well, I just, I hope you realize that it's not too late for you. No, I know. <laughs> I'm not trying to make a, <laughs> this is, it might be too late for me. <laughs> just go on without me. Okay. Okay. That was. <laughs> uncomfortably easy <laughs> um so the point of all this and my mm-hmm. spice inertia is yeah. that uh i don't spice up my guacamole too too much like i tend to hew in most of my cooking i tend to hew towards here are some vegetables i cook them a certain way right or uh in the case of guacamole i blended them a certain way right so i definitely edge towards the butterier side maybe a little spice a little kick okay to make it not just butter which is yeah totally makes sense because you don't use the immersion blender like you don't blend it all together so right. you, you want a lot of a lot of backing for the few things that you do put in there mm-hmm. do you want to monologue quickly in the immersion blender or would that be like too much for you well what's the deal with immersion blenders <laughs> oh. <laughs> um. uh, very quickly they're they're just a fabulous tool and i highly recommend them but we can we can move on i think what's nice about them is yeah. that uh it's a way to bring Bring the processing to the food where it is already. Right. That's, you know, because a blender and an immersion blender are very similar and tool. And it's less dishes. Right. That's, I mean, that's kind of the key thing for me. Keep those dishes down. Also, what's great about guacamole. Well, don't keep them down. Let them be free. <laughs> in the cabinet. <laughs> Give them dish equality. Do you think it's easy there in the cabinet? Do you think that's a life people wanted? I put, you know, I display a lot of my dishes. Really? Yeah. You have like a china cabinet? No, I don't have a china so cabinet. so fancy. Oh my God. I think a China Kevin's great. I just cat picture fancy. it. <laughs> it's me, Cat Fancy. <laughs> oh my god, are you going to start a YouTube channel? <laughs> it's probably time. Um, well, we need to talk about this off air. We need to move on. Let me ask you. I am you. having too many ideas right now. <laughs> <laughs> overwhelming, overwhelming. <laughs> Let me ask you. Uh, on the tangy to like the real spicy, the real bright... And I want to be clear. Yeah. It's really good guacamole. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Good, um, good, good, good. I'm glad the recipe on the website won't go to waste. But there is a spectrum, right? Yeah. Uh, and on this particular spectrum, the tangy to sort of uh, buttery thing. Yes. I think what can answer that question for us, like what should we prefer, is answering the question, what is guacamole for? Is it, say, uh, when you have something really spicy, it's something that maybe cools it down a little. Mm-hmm. Is it used like a dressing? Mm-hmm. Maybe on like, on like, ever you have one of these like California hamburgers or like Mexi burgers or yes. whatever where they glop some guacamole on top? <laughs> <laughs> or is it something like, you know, a dip, which right. is how we had it just yeah. now, yeah. where it's like, it is the, it's the show, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's the big show, guacamole. <laughs> Get ready. You're going to the big leagues. It's just you and Chip out there. You got to yeah. make it go. Yeah. Yeah. Or, um. Mm, like a huevos rancheros situation. Oh yeah. Oh. 
Hmm. Mm. Well, so what do you think it's for? Like of those, what would you say? My my recipe? It's definitely it's the big show. Mm-hmm. My recipe. It's called hubris guacamole for a reason. <laughs> I'm not sure you'd mention that. <laughs> oh, had I not? Okay. Well, I called. I wrote down the recipe when I put it in my like book of like handwritten recipes I have because I'm cat fancy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Go on. Uh, I, I wrote it down and titled it Catherine's Hubris Gu- Guacamole. Well, just because you were so proud of it? I'm very proud of this guacamole. It's like the thing I can always bring to a party and everyone's like, oh my God, who made this? Everyone's got to have at least one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know what they say, if if you don't know which of you, which of the recipes at the table is the hubris one, you're probably it. Yeah. And it's a really catchy thing that people say all the time. <laughs> With that, that upturn at the end. <laughs> yeah. It's a confusing uh, Very saying. Very confusing. Very By design. By design. <sighs> well, let's come back in a moment on Encyclopedia of Watch. <laughs> And we're back on Encyclopedia Brunch talking about guacamole. What what are we talking about? Guacamole. What's that? Apparently that's the it's it's kind of unclear, but that is one acceptable pronunciation of guacamole. Okay. I guess because I'm not crazy about you saying it. I mean, the G, well, that's fair. That's entirely <laughs> fair. It's like a, I always think of uh David Sedaris has this story uh, in one of his books where he talks about a professor who would always say, Nicaragua. Uh, <laughs> Just a little much. It's a little much. <laughs> it's more than a little much, if we're honest. If you're like a Nicaraguan native. Sure. Certainly. Yeah. Say it how you want to say it. There's actually a rule for this. Yeah. Um, uh, there's an excellent podcast called The Pub. Okay. That I thought is you were about... going to say the Judge John Hodgman podcast because he does a ruling on something like that. Let us move on from Sorry. Judge John Hodgman's great podcast. <laughs> um it's it's called the pub. It's with Adam yeah. Ragusea, mm-hmm. um, and it's about making radio, especially in the public radio landscape, right? Um, and also public TV a little bit. But anyway, um, he ha- tackled this exact problem, mm-hmm. which was okay. So a native speaker might say Nicaragua. They probably wouldn't say it quite like that. Yeah, <laughs> but probably you know, say it better than that. <laughs> someone who like you know a, a, an English speaker, an American English speaker who'd never heard it spoken aloud, reading it would just go uh, Nicaragua. Yeah, and. Okay, one of those, how, how should you say it as someone speaking publicly? Right. And I thought his rule is really good, which is you should speak as close to the native pronunciation while using the phonemes available in your language. So we don't really go hua, really. No. And so you shouldn't say that. But um, for instance, we do have ni instead of ni. So you wouldn't say Nicaragua, you say Nicaragua. Oh, right? okay. So okay. Like, that's yeah. a pretty good rule. That is pretty good. Yeah. Love the pub. Very smart. Yeah. I like that. So, uh, however, guacamole, I guess it's just because... Uh, we don't say G's like that. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, that's a really good question, though, because the phoneme is available. We have wa. We do have wa, but we spell it with a W. I think this is more of a case... There, are, there are N, If there's an N-I, mm-hmm. there's a ni or n- or ni <laughs> in English. Yeah. It could go either way. Um, okay, fair enough. Yeah. I think what we can definitely agree on, though, is... Uh, there's a matter of it just being descriptivist, which is no one says guacamole. So you should just say it the guacamole <laughs> way. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so I shouldn't be saying guacamole. I think that's fine. I don't care. Guacamole. It's, you know, it's it's heavily uh, Americanized, right? And, yeah, and I guess my word for... Well, my professor is from Germany, and she has a German accent, and she will sometimes, like, correct English speakers about, like, the correct, like, pronunciation, oh, okay. and sometimes it feels a little bit like, you just want me to say it like a German person would say it, because you're German, and, <laughs> you know, master fair. race. <laughs> oh, Jesus. No, I don't go there. <laughs> we have, There is one German guy who works in my lab, who, he's a true delight, I mm-hmm. love him, Um but he found out I was Jewish, and he was like, uh, for a second. What, really? And I was like, no, we're cool. We're cool. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I, it runs deep. I'm not going to mess with anything. <laughs> That's I've always seen uh, just like the, the couple of German people I know yeah. and like the German culture class I took as yeah. a filler course my freshman year. Yeah. The only course I've ever taken where... I came into the final and he was going over the answers to the final and then gave us the final and then just left the answers up on the thing. This was a filler course. Yeah. <laughs> um, it sounded an awful lot like Germans are very big on reconciliation with uh, World War II. Mm, yeah. And that... That's kind of the sense he gave me for it too. I see. I well, think he's just very self-aware about German culture in the mm. way that like I'm very self-aware about Seattle culture. <laughs> so much glass. Is it in your buildings? There's is it a, in your art? There's a store called Glassy Baby. <laughs> True stories that from Seattle. Like, that, you know what? That, that almost seems like you gave your baby too much opium when like... <laughs> oh, died from Glassy Baby Syndrome was very sad. No, stop laughing. Well, they didn't know at the time. They just gave laudanum to babies. Like Just gave laudanum to babies. Glassy Baby. This is my baby laudanum. Oh, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> Um, okay, so you wouldn't, but, okay, would you ever say guac? Yes. And pause. Yes, I would say guac. Why? Um, to save so much time. Yeah. Well, and also you avoid the I sticky think, you question. Know, you know, because everybody, we're having a conversation, everybody else is saying guac, do you want guac? Yeah, I'd love some guac. It, it just, it just comes out, you know? Is it a little bit like, um... You know, some people will say apps for appetizers. Hey, we should get some apps. Yeah, and it's like, exactly like that. And I'll start saying, oh, yeah, we yeah. should definitely get some apps. And I'll say it like ironically at first, and then it just becomes a thing I'm saying. You can't start saying things ironically. Yeah. <laughs> That's a Merlin man bit, right? Within, yeah. within a week, it becomes a thing you're just saying now. Yeah, exactly. Um, me saying things like a fancy lady <laughs> started as an ironic thing, and now I'm just a fancy lady. What did you say to me earlier today? Hi, I'm Cat Fancy. <laughs> I think this is this is a great alter ego <laughs> i think so <laughs> like a superhero character or maybe uh, a super villain character i think she might how's your eartha kit impression <gasps> well we'll get there <laughs> not ready to be there right now no, not today ah <laughs> uh, yeah i will hmm i guess something about guac is still i'm not there yet but either way yeah guacamole seems wrong though yeah. i do like though so do you know where the word comes from tell me so there is evidence, so guac or guacavocado, guacacado. Guacacados. That sounds like a fun dance craze, maybe. The guacacado. The guacacado. Everybody do the It's really fun to be able to sing together. Dance break. Um, <laughs> figuring out what the guacacado is left as an exercise to the listener. <laughs> oh, to write textbooks and just put that in every third line. <laughs> Um, 
uh, so it's a new world fruit, right? Yeah. So um, not unlike tomatoes and I think potatoes, right? And Corn for pineapples. sure. Pineapples. <laughs> so many new world things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's evidence that the Aztecs were using it. We have evidence back to 16th century. Oh, cool. Um, I guess it was around Aztec time. I mean, and probably even earlier. That's just around Columbus time. Probably. Yeah, right? Um, but so the word guacamole comes from a guacamole. <laughs> Mm. yeah right <laughs> I'll walk them all. you know reading reading aztec words is very difficult i could see that but yeah. i think you did really well thank you you're welcome um but uh that literally translates to avocado sauce which brings us back to is this a sauce i think maybe sauce was used as like an umbrella term then <laughs> yeah maybe they didn't have did you know in english <laughs> they have 20 words for sauce <laughs> <laughs> well we're a very sauce and topping oriented society we're saucy people <laughs> yeah Oh yeah, we got a lot, a lot of hip shaking. A lot of... <laughs> Face it, it's a it's a saucy it's a saucy kind of town. Mm-hmm. Th- that town, America. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I guess that's where we get the word right. Is the waka wakatol? Oh man, uh, Aztec words so really hard. Well. No, I <laughs> mean, who's who's going to ask for more from you right now? Oh, interesting. So it, they're reading deeper into this translation. Right. They say sauce literally translates to concoction. See, mm. it's exactly as we hoped. <laughs> <laughs> All our dreams are coming true. <laughs> All of our dreams are happening With regard right now. to guacamole. <laughs> Do you have any closing thoughts you need to get off your chest? Um, uh, okay, I know I said that mm-hmm. like, oh, my guacamole is like the chip guacamole, but I tru- I strongly feel, and I have done this, you can put my guacamole on anything. On a burger? On a burger? Are we agreed? I really feel like guacamole shouldn't be on a burger, personally. Uh, avocado slices, sure. Uh, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think guacamole should be on a burger either. Yeah. Well, let's talk to Chili's slash Red Robin. Slash... Let's not. Let's just let them do their thing and we'll just be over here. How long do you think those chains get together and form one chain called Monster Burger? <laughs> <laughs> and then you can order the Monster Burger and it's got little like olive I think so. eyes. I think it'll be called um, Trash Monster <laughs> instead. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, language will have evolved by then. Yeah. And you know how Red Robin, the Red Robin comes out sometimes? Yes. It'll be Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> I'm glad he'll get work. <laughs> Me too. I'd like to see him working again. What a sweetheart. What a good guy. Well, come back next week for a little more Muppet appreciation. And a little more Encyclopedia Brunch. Until then, that's Catherine Cogart over there. Tim Dobbs right here next to me. Bye. Bye. Bye.